Reach high, for stars lie hidden in you. Dream deep, for every dream precedes the goal. An amazing quote by Sri Rabindranath Tagore, a famous poet from India. Hello, my name is Malati and this is my show titled The Impressive Empress. Here we talk to women leaders, women who have had a humble beginning and have forged their way to leadership, a position to which they have been elevated thanks to their selfless efforts at making a positive difference to the world. Our today's guest Shurangama Das Gupta is a very experienced dancer and psychotherapist who has studied applied psychology and computer science. A passion for dance from early childhood made it an obvious choice for her to become a professional Kathak dancer. But what has made Surangama unique is her performance-oriented art therapy where she combines Natya Shastra and cognitive behavior therapy to help hundreds of people across the globe find inner peace, shaking away from many mental ailments. I warmly invite you to join us in our quest to understand how Shurangama has made herself the impressive empress. Hello Shurangama, welcome to our show. I'm really excited to talk to you today and hear from you all about your art therapy. Thank you, Malati. It's my also, I feel very much excited. And also, it's kind of a blessing for a woman like us to be connected with a person, with a woman who is also trying to reach out women like us, who keep us ourselves not craving for, you know, name, fame, but craving for the truth for existence and what is life, how one should lead life. And in that journey, I feel at this middle age that I have succeeded to spread this message among youngsters, among many, many, many people around the world that a woman, after doing their typical social you know responsibility family responsibility after that also they can be a leader and fulfill the dreams of her and also the dreams of many many and be an example to the people around her to the women so i am also feeling very very excited to give you you know my replies to your answers uh, questions sorry questions and let us then talk and share our thoughts and experiences yeah nice very nicely said i really like the way you mentioned that uh, as a woman even after the middle age we have something to give to the world and something uh, that exists on to be leaders. Very nicely said, uh, Shurangama. 
um i basically wanted to understand the journey within a woman in becoming a leader and how women are different as leaders from men and um, yeah maybe let me start as uh, with a simple question about what leadership means to you for me leadership is that a person who is a leader should be very much truthful to him or herself first and foremost quality of a leader is that that there should be a inner truth of that person which burns within that person and that that fire should show or light up the lives of many and that truth is can be different from person to person but that truth is should be the ultimate truth where you can lead the next generation to some positive and beautiful life style a positive existence giving meaning to many lives and lead a life so that that person who are who are giving leadership that also that person can be a many so leadership is that that you are not only thinking of yourself that i should be famous i should be considered the leader i will dominate everyone it is that thing that you should show them the path path of truth and show them that how leadership can be for positive and beautiful and give can give meaning to many that is my philosophy and mm. my way of thinking about leadership i i like that you know today um about a few decades back leadership was all about uh, dominating over others showing authority and power but today we see a paradigm shift towards uh, the leader being uh, if not more authoritarian but at least you know on an equal path par with uh, the followers so it's more about getting someone to follow rather than to be a leader is the paradigm shift as i see it today um how did you uh, embark on this journey maybe you could talk about that did you have any mentors uh, who who brought you up to shape um, how this uh, tell me something about your leadership journey where did when did it begin and uh, your lessons that you learned along the way yes it's a beautiful journey and it started at a very young age even when i was in my school i started as a leader i was always considered as a leader because i was a kind of multi talented girl and my parents they are the light of my life who supported me all through my life and they showed me they are like my mentors and even my grandfather he was also a big 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 he had a big influence in my life and while i was growing up then all through my journey many great scholars artist who are my guru in my dance for my dance music 
within my studies, I studied psychology and worked as a counselor, clinical psychologist. So through this journey, I came across many great souls who played great role in my life to be a leader and leader in the positive sense, not what I told and show showed me the real and true path to the ultimate joy. And I am indebted to all these men and women in my life who showed me this, who led me to through this journey and their way of thinking, their philosophy, everything influenced me. And all, not only these people, even the philosophy of Ravindranath Tagore, Ramkrishna, all, all of them, like, uh, like Paramhamsh. Paramhamsh is that, you know, that swan who can take out milk from water. So I always believed in that philosophy that I should face the uh, negative things, the obstacles, everything, but I should take out the milk from the water as a Paramhamsh. The philosophy of Ramkrishna gave me again another impetus to uh, be uh, an example to the people around me, to my students, to my uh, all young children. And this way it started. So there are many mentors in my life and most and the greatest mentors were my parents. And then, of course, I should tell that both my offsprings, my daughter and my son, they are also and sometimes I feel that from those young children also I learned many, many things. So this is a beautiful journey. And I must mention all these great souls uh, like Tagore, Ramkrishna, and then my gurus, Ramgupal Misra, Guru Belarnav, then my professor, Professor Jagadin Romondol, my father, Mr. Amul Lala, my mother, Mrs. Reba Lala. So all these great souls, they influenced me a lot. You have a big list of uh, influencers and mentors. I really appreciate the fact that you also consider your children as uh, people who have from whom you are ready to learn. That's really difficult and uh, I'm glad that you're doing that. Thank you. Now, any journey also comes with a lot of hurdles. What are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced in life so far and how did you overcome them? Yes, Malit, it is a very good question and it is so much to the point because as a woman I must tell you that most of the time I faced obstacles and there was very few people who came to help or be there by my side as I told you I told all the names of my mentors but most of them passed away very early and then most of the time I felt that I'm alone to fight this battle as a woman because at the end of the day it is a male's 
male dominating society especially in india uh at our generation when i got married my in law family they could not take it that i am dancing i am singing i am acting it was not appreciated uh so that was a big obstacle and it was a big fight but somehow i felt that i should not go for a face to face fight i should do it in a different way so i was married to a joint family so i started doing everything for the family to make them happy and fulfilled to to do all my duties and not like uh means not like a duty from my own heart i used to do for them but i requested them that please give me 4 to 5 hours for myself just to be with my own world so that i can do more more for the whole family and i don't want to be a nagging woman for all of you being there and a nagging mother to my children i want to be something positive i show want to show them a beautiful way of living life even after doing household work taking care of everyone in the family one can do it and this obstacles i got rid of by setting priorities every morning i used to write down on my on a paper or in a diary that that day what is my priority and i used to do that way so that is kind of time management i believe in this theory of time management this is so important to lead a successful life a satisfied life that i never never told no to anyone and i did everything why i could do this how i could do this because i knew how to manage the time and don't waste your time by just gossiping gossiping about someone and talking about sari or going for shopping or buying ornaments and it is always that no the mere sabani society they will give you some sari some ornaments and tell you oh you are a woman so i never believed in that 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 is not womanhood of course as a mother you should be there as a, that is womanhood as a wife you should be there that is one womanhood also i believe that a woman should be a woman showing everything that she can be everything she can do handle everything like as our mythological story goes like durga she has ten hands why that she can do ten things at a time and my european students they used to ask me why durga has ten hands so i told them that there is a philosophy that uh, only a woman can do ten things at a time so i always told myself whenever there was one some obstacles or negative thing came to stop me then i always told that i should rise up and come what me i should establish my own truth and show to the world a woman can do everything and balance everything family as well as work as well as their own philosophy
very positive approach indeed you had taken early on in your married life and i guess it has paid rich dividends um, i also read and uh, from our previous conversation previous conversation i understood that your daughter is also into this uh, cultural uh, thing so mm. very nice now i i try read uh, from your website that you are a leader not only in the dancing scenario but you're also a lecturer not just in india but also in many uh, in some of the european countries so maybe a little bit about uh, what you do and how you got into that yes first of all as a dancer i was always attached to some pioneer institutions in kolkata then my hometown that is jamshedpur so from a very early age i started teaching dance and then i studied psychology in kolkata one of the leading university and college science college so after that i got many many opportunities to work as a clinical psychologist and also carry on with my dance and then i started learning from the great gurus and then i got masters degree in dance with a gold medal then you know many many universities approached me then i was a coordinator and lecturer in robindra bharati university as psychologist uh, for performing arts therapy center then i was invited from germany to present my performances and workshops then uh, some of the students they were so impressed in germany they they asked me that if i can introduce indian classical dance to the theater science department of justus liebig university in giessen so that way i got all these openings and opportunities and then i started my journey it was not so easy but somehow because of the uh, help from my parents and they used to look after my children i and i used to travel to europe even uh, from my university where from where i did my dance masters prabin and they they chose me as examiner and they uh, they selected me to be examiner in america canada then i got many many offers from edinburgh then london to perform and give my lecture on the connection because i from that time i already started connecting my knowledge of psychology and therapy with dance and music so that theory got popular and and then i started getting offers from benares hindu university to be a resource person to give my lecture on this dance and music therapy because i have combined natya shastra with psychoanalysis and cognitive behavior therapy so from there then i got invitation from uh, cambridge university south korea austria so this way you know from one to the another people came to know about it because it is a performing art therapy and performance oriented so people when they watch you then they hear you they uh, experience you 
then they automatically they become attracted to your work and therapy and your way of dealing with the whole thing and they start inviting you somehow it clicked so beautifully so positively in my life and my whole knowledge i could uh, spread and give to the whole world i'm thankful to all my gurus and my mentors that with their blessings and of course with my parents blessing i could start this journey and i'm still going on doing and hope that till i breathe last i should go on doing this and there is nothing like music and dance and this is the best best ever therapy and this gives you the meaning of life because indian classical music even folk music and dance has such big big treasure and it is full of full of positivity and science which i wanted to bring to the world to the west and even to our country and i'm doing that that's very interesting combining two different two diametrically different uh, fields in one and offering it as a therapy can you give a couple of points for uh, for the sake of our audience as to how the classical art form the indian classical art form can be therapeutic for a disturbed mind just a couple of points if you can share with yes. us uh i have many examples but i can give you one example of a disturbed student of mine she was suffering from some mental ailments kind of anxiety and obsessed thoughts so she once she came to me with a very disturbed mind i told her to go for therapy and all that but she insisted that i should do therapy to her or counseling to her so i told that of course i will go through interview session like you know therapy or counseling we do we take the history of the client and after doing that then we slowly talk about we have our way of you know finding out that why that client is suffering from that symptom and then we give our suggestions and therapy so not using the typical cognitive behavior therapy or psychoanalysis in psychoanalysis uh, it's free association and dream analysis all these are there and in cognitive behavior therapy we talk with the client and give them some task so i started giving her task through dance and music and once she was very aggressive then i told her to dance with a durga stotra and she did that and then she told oh after dancing this with this durga stotra i am feeling so relieved so i use the abhinaya the abhinaya aspect of natya shastra the mudra the abhinaya means all the nine rasas or the nine moods which we use in our dance or music i 
use some of the emotions to for her to enact and some hand gestures some body movements which connected her with her body and mind and this body and mind concept has been given to the world by india india has given this concept to the world body and mind connection so i started thinking about this and this is one example that how you can cope through this dance and music therapy to a person who is suffering from some symptoms of mental ailment it can be obsessive compulsive neurosis or anxiety or symptoms of depression or even schizophrenia so i started this way and i got many many good results even i was working with mother teresa's home where i started doing this with some uh, clients who were suffering from schizophrenic symptoms even obsessive compulsive or hyperactivity and all all got very very positive result from this and most of them are now most of my clients and leading now meaningful lives very nice i'm really glad that you are doing something for the benefit of the society and uh, helping so many disturbed people lead a very normal life now when you work across so many countries the cultures would be so different uh, i mean i'm from india and i live in europe i know the difference in cultures can can hurt us sometimes how do you manage that uh, when you deal with uh, your students as who are aspiring dancers and also as someone who needs these dance therapies so how do you balance the difference in cultures yes so again another beautiful question yes i face some difficulties because our values indian values or way of dealing with life our philosophy or our concept of love is very different from the european thoughts so at at the beginning i had some difficulties to uh deal with some students in europe because i'm used to the mindset of indian students so there i hardly had any difficulty but in europe at in the beginning sometimes i had to think a lot that how should i approach them how should i make them understand so i must tell you then my knowledge of sanskrit and the power of those sanskrit shlokas or the philosophy of gita or upanishad or even mahabharat gave me much much light and help and somehow when i talked about the philosophy of mahabharat and upanishad it clicked i i must tell the european students they started loving those positive shlokas of sanskrit and the inner deep spiritual aspect and meaning of all these great great shlokas so i 
thought why i should not try the original the root of india and approach them so i thought that i should be totally totally using my my philosophy my values my way of thinking and approach them and make them understand that of course i respect their philosophy their way of life but they should understand that this spiritual aspect of our thought our philosophy can give them much much meaningful life and it worked i'm so fortunate that it worked very very positively so do you have a group class or is it always individual so whom you teach yeah madhi it depends first when i started it was mostly group then most of them wanted to be you know separately to meet me as their guru as their mentor and then it became so so big then they started coming to me to kolkata stay with me to know how i lead life and they all are always telling me that i give them the light i am their inspiration and it went on and on still they come stay with me and so from group to individual it became so first it always is that when i reach or arrive to a new town there is a group workshop then they become attracted and uh, start loving me and they want to be taught as individually or uh, as they want to take me as their guru and they start asking about this guru shishya parampara and how beautiful it is and how rewarding it is so this is the way it developed hmm very interesting so you have uh, the you've had an amazing opportunity to meet so many different kinds of people and uh, as in their own words give meaning to their lives thank you so yeah. much for doing this another thing another thing like in now uh, my daughter she is doing a great great job in china she is also you know here also because of the big big development people has become robotic but my daughter she is also making them understand the connection to soul to soul so it so happened i am also sometimes giving lectures here conducting workshop so all of them are coming to me and asking me this that what is this beautiful spiritual philosophy of india we want to know is there something like soul connection is is that exist so i'm privileged maybe i am the chosen one like tigor song that song that whom you choose as a torch bearer you give them obstacles and many pain then they can become the leader and they show the real path the true true uh, path of life or existence so maybe i was the chosen one and i am so proud and happy and satisfied that my daughter is also doing the same same work that she is also the torch bearer of the beautiful philosophy of india or bharat 
the spiritual aspect of our music dance because some of them asked me that are you not teaching your religion to us i was faced with this question then even my daughter was also being faced this being means asked that uh, are you not teaching only religion then you know we could make them understand that it is not limited to one religion it is something a connection with the nature with a soul to the the ultimate soul or the bigger soul so this is the basic theory of indian music and dance yeah thank you shrangama even i had that question and uh, yes it is it is very closely connected to our religion but it also need not be that way and that is the beauty of our, our philosophy and visanathana uh, dharma um, yes yes and i'm glad that you mentioned it here now coming to uh, success you know in the beginning you mentioned that uh, i'm i'm not interested in in fame or in advertising myself and so on and so forth but in your own words how would you define success as a as a leader as a dancer as a as a psychotherapist if i can call you that yeah success for me like i always tell malathi that there are three kinds of people or artist or any 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 profession that some are there mostly i can uh, say that it is applicable more for an artist you will find some artist that they are doing sadhana or meditation or what were means they are practicing their music or their art i feel success is something which you have achieved not the society which is judging you that oh she is successful or she is not successful i feel that is your satisfaction with your work and that is for me is success that whether you are satisfied what you thought you should achieve or your goal of life whether you have achieved it or not and that is for me is success because success can be you know man to man can vary like i as a psychologist i told you there can be three kinds of personalities or artists uh one who are satisfied what whatever they are doing or doing kind of meditation with their art or their work and they don't crave for their name or fame because they want that work to be established that work should be recognized as something great and that which is giving meaning to many and many people can again achieve through that work so they these people they crave for that they maybe they they have so many such artists whose disciples are more famous than that uh, guru so this is number one kind of a personality or artist the second is they are very good they do great work with their artistry or their other interest at the same time they know how to do uh, this work towards name and fame how to make themselves famous and the third category they have nothing to do with the art or their own work they only only crave for their own name and fame so a i somehow fall in the first category that 
I wanted my work to be established so that people can follow that footstep and reach their ultimate goal. And if they think of my name that, oh, she was there to give us meaning and light, that is enough for me. So that is my way of thinking or my philosophy about success. Yeah, I mean, the title of this uh, talk show, The Impressive Empress, in that the word Empress is actually an acronym. Um, I shared with you a brief uh, write-up on that, that success for me, I call it a sustainable success where one doesn't aim for fame, power, authority, money, so on and so forth, but rather aim for something that is more sustainable, which is in your terms falling into that first category where the art or the work or the passion should survive, should get the name and fame, or in other words, to establish my work rather than myself. So thank you so much again. That was a very, very well explained and very well said. It's a very valid point for the youngsters of today uh, where, you know, being in the limelight, media craving or uh, greed for money, these are some of the things that people equate to success. So it's, it's uh, coming from coming straight from the heart. I really appreciate it. So what is the advice that you would give for the youngsters of today who want to be in, in uh, performing arts and uh, also look at the psychoanalysis like what you have done? My advice to the young generation nowadays is they are, I have termed this malathi, and people appreciate it a lot. Even the young generation, they also agreed with me. While doing my counseling and psychotherapy with the adolescents or the young generation, mostly they are always suffering from self-pity, which is a panicking uh, symptom. And I named this as luxury of self-pity. They are suffering from this because, you know, in our childhood, we had to do a lot of work to get something. But this generation, they are getting everything very easily. And they are now a slave of the virtual world. And they are running behind a fake world. They are not all aware of their own capabilities that I am so much afraid of as a counselor, as a role model. I'm always asking them that know yourself. Self-esteem is going down and down and down and which is in like a vicious circle leading them to depression, anxiety. And again, failure to achieve what others are achieving. Oh, he is a doctor. Oh, he's a, uh, or she's a, an engineer. But I'm always telling them, maybe you are not a doctor or an engineer. And since we have many opportunities also there, so why are you running behind some money? Because it is also, I must tell you, Madhati, the parents are also responsible. They are giving such stress to them, to the young generation now, that they should be someone. What is this be someone that this young generation, they are not getting that, uh, that basic, you know, uh, 
knowledge from their parents also even from the school or from the teachers that be someone what is this be someone so if you are not understanding who you are and what you want from life then how can you achieve something and be in the so called name fame category or earn a lot of money so first and foremost thing i will just request to the parents and to the young generations that please know yourself self confidence self esteem that is knowing what i want what what is my capability and we all are born to be successful but we are totally not understanding for what we can means what path we should take or what should be my goal to be successful so this is my earnest request that even if you suffer from some symptoms of depression or anxiety or, or obsessive compulsive neurosis please consult some psychologist don't hide because you can have cough and cold then you go to doctor please be aware of your own mental means a small symptom even if you discuss with a counselor you can be a help to the young generation who are doing music and dance they should be dedicated to their own passion and do practice and just for one night fame they should not crave they should practice that way or do sadhana that way that their dance and music can be long lasting like the all great legends they only practiced and went on and on doing meditation with their art their music and dance so that is my advice yes very basic and uh, very much needed in today's life i would say shurangama Yeah, I'm sure with your lovely work of dance and therapy, you are able to add a lot of meaning to a lot of lives and touch people's hearts and make a difference to their lives. I'm so glad that we had this conversation today, and I really thank you for your time and want you to do continue doing the good work that you are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Malathi. for this wonderful conversation and so meaningful and strong questions and it's a big 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 work which you are doing and i hope through our work through our power through our positive energy we will give meaningful life to the next and next and next generations i wish you also a beautiful and meaningful positive life at eight and we i believe that we women we we are the power and we can contribute the most to bring changes to the society to the next generation and to make the world a beautiful place to live true leaders are like torch bearers for the society they help people find the meaning of their lives and become successful happiness 
is not based on any kind of possession it is indeed a state of mind it's all in the mind goes a famous saying when one chooses mind over matter life becomes meaningful not knowing the true self or who i am is really like the ladle not knowing the flavor or taste of the food thanks surangama for being there helping people realize themselves through your dance therapy and bringing joy all around salutations to the inspirers in our lives thank you so much for listening in i look forward to receiving your comments on how you like this conversation and if you found it inspiring i'm also glad to receive your questions you would like me to ask our next guest do write to me at empress at bogya.online do subscribe at empress.bogya.online to get to know more of such leaders and how you could lead like the impressive empress